Obviously, like, allow it, man. We had to watch the Ayu brothers stink it up. They both missed the penalty. Like, come on, man. Andre Ayu thinks wearing tight shirts make you look younger. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome back to the BTB podcast. It's your co-host, Kevin. We're our co-host, Karis and Denzel. It's been a long time, no see. Obviously, we do all the listeners an apology. We've had to have some. We've had to handle some personal things, some work-related things, career-related things. But nevertheless, we never forgot about you guys. The World Cup has finalized, so I believe now is the perfect time to speak on our thoughts. Obviously, we're going to speak about the fantastic game we had yesterday. Karis is going to go down on Messi as he's done the whole tournament. The World Cup team of the tournament has been discussed. England's World Cup performance, as usual. Germany, my country of birth, they let me down still. Morocco. Representing representation of Africa, and what is the best type of penalty to take, and which penalty, and which penalty should a star take player take? Anyway, who, out of the mandate, who wants to get us started? I'm pretty sure Messi winning the World Cup is the biggest day of Karras' life. Like, this is bigger than his graduation. Basically, this guy has been <laughs> waiting for this. Two graduations off. as well. Literally, and and he's putting this above both. Like, this guy is so shameless, and he said it would happen. He said it would happen, and I said it's not going to happen. Messi's going home in tears, but you know what? Fair play, bro. But um, before we even get to that part, I think what stood out to me was that Argentina's midfield was just slicing through France. Like, Rabio was just cheeks. Chouameni was struggling. Um, that just goes to show that he is absolutely not able to do both Pogba and Kante's job at the same time. Like, they missed Pogba, man. This World Cup. So bad. There was nobody to feed the ball to Mbappe in transitions because that maestro in the midfield just wasn't there. Um, I think Mbappe struggled for like 80 minutes, basically. Mm. Don't get me wrong, he dropped an absolute world-class final performance in the end, but Argentina managed to nullify him for large parts of the game, which was impressive. And it was kind of annoying to watch because it just goes to show that <sighs> I hate talking about this man with every fibre of my body. But Southgate is a bum. <laughs> After watching the Argentina performance, we should have beat France. Mm. We should have. It should have been an England Argentina final, basically. But no, we'll get on to that later on anyway. Yeah, I just found it funny. That, does France not have any right backs? Why was Kunde playing right back the whole tournament? What? To be fair, the last the last World Cup they played Pavard at right back, and he's yeah, not really right back anyway. Right back I don't, well, Pavard's not even that good anyway, to be really honest with you. So, okay. um, they don't really have, I don't think France are exactly blessed of a right back to play there right now. That is That's the one area I'd say they're weak. Mm. Yeah, I mean, Kunde is obviously clearly not a right back. So, he, he looked okay. You can tell that he's obviously playing a role that he's not used to. Um, I was getting ripped by 34 year old Di Maria. Constantly, yeah, Di Maria drops her clinic. I'm so gassed for him. Like, he won that first penalty. Oh, let's talk about Dembele. Dead, yeah. This guy Dead. never compare him to Bukayo Saka ever He's again. Crap. Dembele is ch- getting hooked at half time in the finals. Yeah. Let me get the statistics out. Let me We're saying half time, it was 40th minutes. Honestly, bro, there's still time left. Like, I'm sorry, that's shocking. There was still time left for the half to end. Man said they took him off so he can have an early shower to go play Fortnite. Oh, hey, hey Random, this is what he did. This is what he did in his short stint. Zero goals, zero assists, zero big chances created, zero key passes, zero accurate crosses, zero successful dribbles, zero fouls won, zero tackles won, zero out of five duels won, two times dribbled past, seven times possession lost, one penalty committed. 
That's crazy, bro. Now, what are you doing? The worst World Cup performances I've ever seen. That's a stinker. I cannot believe I, I was watching it. I was thinking, nah, this guy's cooked. <laughs> I'm telling you, it's just because he's got a five star week foot on FIFA. That's why you all gas him. He's just, yeah, I don't know, man. Like, he needs to reevaluate his entire career at this point. Saka is so, so clear. Saka, this I'm so I wasn't familiar with your game, Saka. I'm so sorry. <laughs> like, he's clear of Dembele, man. That's just, yeah, like Saka's actually good defensively as well. So, don't, yeah. Like they can't even compare them, but yeah, even um, Griezmann, Giroud got hurt as well. Yeah, Giroud got hurt. Like, that whole team was just struggling. I don't want to play Lloris, please. Huh? Yeah, Lloris. He is so yeah. He is dead. Yeah, he plays for Spurs. What did you expect, man? Apparently, he saved one penalty in twelve years. You get what I'm saying? Say <laughs> <I> swear. <laughs> one in twenty twelve, and then the last penalty he saved before that. Um, mm-hmm. After that was in the 2021 Euros. Mad. And then he's faced 99 penalties and only saved 20. Hmm. Just, in, when it comes to penalty, he's a, he's a paperweight, basically. That mm. like, he's so bad at it. But yeah, what do you guys think of the match? Um, I think Argentina were... They started the game much better. They were letting man like McAllister, who plays for Brighton. No, no, no disrespect in it. He's a good player. Mm. We're like... Man like that to dominate you is just terrible. Di Maria was like running it back to his Real Madrid days, the way he was playing. <laughs> um, Messi was amazing. Alvarez, Alvarez, like even if he didn't have his best game, I'd say he always works hard. He's mm. always everywhere. You know, he's someone that dies for the team basically. And I think if there's anybody that played really well and was a huge reason why Argentina won that World Cup, it was Emi Martinez for sure. Hundred percent. Yeah, 100%. even the mind games at the penalties, like when he picked the ball up and then just threw it away to the corner, like he got into Chouameni's head, hundred percent, hundred percent. I can't into- lie, he could have said he could have saved one of the efforts from Mbappe, but the thing is that last minute save from Colomani was that was a game saver. Yeah, that one. when he saved that, I knew they won. Yeah, Colomani is a bookie player though. I'll say now, box part that guy is bookie still. He's Congolese. I mean, for other for other yeah. reasons, but he's a baller, man. <laughs> for other reasons, he's Congolese. It's Congolese tax. He's dead, bro. I'm not gonna lie. I <laughs> shut up, man. No, he's don't he's try it. He changed the game when he got stopped on. You see how the game changed? No, a whole nation cried when he missed that. When he missed that chance, <laughs> they're all they're all about to run into the pitch as well. You know? Do you see it? You got saying? I have really? a side of the keeper and he's buried. They were, they but you were, know what it is? I think he puts it decently to the side. It's just, it was a good save. It was a good save. And the guy can't time his jump. Two two heading chances he had. Yeah, that was poor. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Poor. Lautaro nearly had me screaming, man, near the end. <laughs> Dangerous striker. Nah, but as a World Cup final, though, what would you marry? I think that's probably the best World Cup final I've watched in a long time. That's the best, best final I've ever, ever watched. watched. Yeah. The only thing that comes close is Zidane. Zidane's final when he head by Matarazzi. That's the only thing that comes close for me. Yeah, it's funny enough, I still remember that, you know. <laughs> you know what I mean? I thought it was beautiful. <laughs> just <laughs> the beef. But, uh, I think before before we came on air, you were guessing there because of um, you were saying Lisandro's getting a World Cup. Yeah. Like, World Cup tax. So he was going to bring that pedigree to United and next thing you know, Champions League in two years. Otamendi started most of the games. Word. Otamendi is a bookie centre back, and that's what I'm saying to you. One thing the World Cup has taught me is that the way managers pick their players is favoritism. Every single team had favourites, and it just screams in the World Cup. 
Otamendi, where's Otamendi even play? Ben Benfica. Yeah, yeah, Benfica. Yeah, but don't get twisted. You know, you know, Otamendi's a national hero. They love him in Argentina. You know, like, like he's he's big. actually had a good World Cup. I can't even like, lie to you. Like well, after Messi, the France game, the good World Cup. Like after Messi is Otamendi in the national team. I'm not even joking. Oh. No, that's big. Yeah, like, yeah. Awesome. You can't drop him. Basically, like he's huge over there. I don't oh. know why because he was cheeks at City, but okay. <laughs> yeah. It was, a, it was an elite final still. Very much an elite final. Yeah, I was just... Honestly, that's the best World Cup I've watched and mm. the best World Cup finals I've seen. Like, from the group stages to the knockout rounds up until the final, like, there was never a game without drama. Right. It was just good football week in, week out, you know. There was huge upsets. You know, Japan beating um, Germany... Just everything, like it was just honestly, it was perfect. Like, big up Qatar. And do you see how Gary Lineker was doing some massive monologue before the World Cup started, being like, Oh, amidst, amidst the backdrop of this and that? Yeah, tell him to leave it for Peter Drury, it's not built for you. <laughs> and BBC, you need to fix up, stop putting Jermaine Genius on commentary. How dare you put him on commentary? <laughs> <laughs> no, that upset me. That just, I just what, what final. genius. What does he know about ball, bro? I love it. When Makano was jumping, he's like, oh, he's letting Messi know he's there. Like, shut <laughs> up. <man. laughs> That's mad, man. In the highlight of his career, bench from what I told him. He was dead. He was a dead baller, bro. Like, he was not that guy. <laughs> it was like him and Huddleston and them, man. Yeah, just like, shut up, man. I don't want to hear what you have to say. <laughs> but anyway, moving on, yeah, we need to talk about Lionel Messi, the GOAT. All I'm saying, yeah, group group stages scored, scored or assisted. Um, round of 16, quarterfinals, semifinals, finals, bagged in every stage. I Two mean, goals in the final, it. and you're telling me this is not the GOAT. Nah, I'm not hearing it. Time out, time out. If Ronaldo had his exact same tournament, right? You would get Pinaldo every single step of the way if you had that same exact tournament. Don't get me wrong, Messi, Messi, <laughs> Messi's a goal still. Messi's like you know, but we move. Messi's a goal, not the goal. Messi's a goal. The yeah. goal is done. Pure, it was pure penalties. The thing that impressed me the most for Messi wasn't even the goal he scored, was the, the way he dictated the play. There was one, there was one attack that he made out of nothing against France. Yeah, I'm not gonna lie, I was discombobulated. So I looked down at my food. He was, he was, I looked at him, he was dribbling. I looked at my food, I looked up, and there was one on one with the keeper. I was like, <laughs> <laughs> I was like, what's happening? And, and I have to say this as well, yeah. If Argentina had like a, a 30 striker who actually turned up on big finals, I feel like Messi would probably have two World Cups now. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm going to say, yeah, to be the best, you have to beat the best. Messi's already won a Champions League against Ronaldo in 2009. Copa America, I think, was like last year. He won it against Neymar, and then now has won the World Cup against Mbappe. I'm, so, a, United, I'm a United fan, yeah, but I have to admit that Champions League final, his midfield was Xavi and Yotore. Our midfield was Darren Fletcher. <laughs> oh, don't get me wrong. Respect your legends. Uh, no, like, respect Fletcher, bro. I respect them. Fletcher. I respect them, but then there's Fletcher and then there's Xavi. I know, but there's only so much you can talk about the supporting cast. Like Messi has been like a clear leader in all of the teams he's. Played and won trophies. Last time I checked, when Argentina was at its lowest, man, man quit. Yeah, and now he came back and led the team to the led the team to the World Cup. Guys, all up in the music videos, dancing. When they needed him most, he quit. All I'm saying is, where where's Ronaldo's World Cup? It's, it's fine. He's 38. 
Ronaldo be like, um, I'll do how or some Saudi Arabian team like that. So it's peak for him. Nah, bro, he's coming. Portugal ain't gonna leave, man. He's gonna be there, bro. But no, Messi was amazing that game, to be honest. Like, I'm just happy that he did his bit. He got his two goals. He was creating chances, you know. In the lead up to Di Maria's goal, he was very important for that. McAllister for me was a really was really amazing that game yesterday. Yeah. Um, Big news for him? Yeah. He won't be at for very long, 100 percent But you know, Brighton renewed his contract four weeks before the World Cup. That's smart. (laughs) They knew something, bro. Brighton knew that they were going to win the World Cup. I don't know how. Brighton knew, bro. Mm. Talk about coincidence. I'm gonna say Messi's done what he's had to do though, because like all the greats have won a World Cup. Like, I think that's the thing that everybody was saying that you know, in Argentina, people a lot of people saw Maradona as greater because you know he's got a World Cup. People Mm -hmm. are like, Oh, all the greats have it, Maradona has it, Pele has it. Even man like Zidane, all these men will have a World Cup and Messi doesn't in it. So that's yeah. what was used against used against Ronaldo, used against Bear Greats in it. So I, I know. I'm just happy that he's got the World Cup and sorry. Then, then then just to build on that though, is the World Cup do you think the World Cup is actually a tangible means of dictating how phones are go? Like actual tangible means because even if Messi didn't win the World I mean, Cup, no. even even if Messi didn't win the World Cup, it'll still be bigger than Maradona ever was, in my opinion. Yeah, I think the way it is is it's more like a it's the way to cap off a career essentially. Like we yeah. already knew Messi was the best ever. Well, is the is the way to make no debate essentially? Yeah, it's like a statement okay. piece. It's like a way of saying like there's nothing you can use against him anymore mm. because that was literally the only thing hanging over his head. Like yeah, he's won the Champions League four times and the La Liga seven times and seven Ballon d'Ors, but. But he doesn't have a World Cup. It was always that but. There's no more but anymore when you talk about Messi. It's but when you're cool. shameless, there's always the but. And like now, you, now, yeah. now, now I have to introduce Petr Cech. How long did it take Messi to score against Petr Cech? Look at you. <laughs> I have to mention that. I have to mention that. <laughs> <laughs> the thing is, yeah, in Argentina... A lot of people saw Maradona as greater because, you know, he's got the World Cup, Messi doesn't. But now he's got that. Like, now he's got the finalissima, he's got the Copa America and he's got the World Cup now. So he's got a better international legacy than Maradona as well. So And as well, really that's to put into perspective. And man of the match as well in the World Cup. Yeah, final. man of the match and player of the tournament. That's mad. Like, he had, a, he had an insane run this World Cup. I can't Most assists as well in the tournament. Yeah. Did they give him an award for that? Um, no, they, they don't, to be fair, but he got Golden Ball as well, which is the best player. Yeah, you yeah. said it, best player, yeah, yeah. But yeah, honestly, like, he's the sort of player that when you talk about him to like your kids in the future, they just they won't even believe that he was a real person, to be honest, unless yeah. they were there to see it. Like, this will never happen again. And I was, I was talking about this the other day, my brother. Um, how far can Mbappe go? I would say Messi, Mbappe will probably overtake Ronaldo in terms of achievements, but nobody ever will ever come close to Messi again. I think Mbappe's got more than enough time to, you know, he's got at least three more World Cups than him. Um, in that case, you know, he could break Pele's record. Pele's won three World Cups. Pele won it in 58, 62 and 70. Mm. Mbappe's got one ready. He will definitely play in the next three World Cups, Mbappe, and... He, will, I think Mbappe can win at least five Ballon d'Ors in that time. Mm. But 
to win more than Messi, which is he means he'd have to win eight. I don't see that happening. I, I hate to be, at all. I hate to be that guy as well. Um, Mbappe's not as likable as Messi was. And I know people don't seem to associate these two, but what I actually don't like the Ballon d'Or as much, not because of Ronaldo or Messi or anything. It's too much of a popularity contest because yeah. there's even some Ballon d'Ors Ronaldo didn't deserve. And there's some Ballon d'Ors, there's some Ballon d'Ors Messi didn't deserve. Lewandowski deserved one and Frank Ribéry deserved one because that was one season when Ribéry was a fucking beast. Speaking of Ballon d'Or, though, Messi's going to get right. his eighth one now. So I'm chilling. But if it's Messi won his eighth one, he deserves it. He's not getting eight. Yeah. Yeah, but yeah, that's, that's what I'm saying. It's too much apathy. So when someone starts winning too much, what was the reason they gave Modric? Oh, we don't want too many to go to Messi. Someone actually came out and said they didn't want Messi to like win too much, take away the respect. Yeah, the I don't know about that one, to be honest, but yeah. Try fact check it. I'm telling you, fact check it. It's a Buki trophy. No, we don't know. it's like the Grammys, basically. Thank like, you. <laughs> I mean, I'm not complaining, but we move. Of course not. Messi, Messi's got no relevance to Karis, by the way. This guy's supposed Arsenal and he's Congolese. Where's the relevance? You think Argentinians like people like you, bro? <laughs> Messi, fam. Have some shame, bro. <laughs> what I'm saying is that Messi and Ronaldinho were best friends. Don't worry, man. His best were, friend like, is Aguero, bro. I know it. Exactly. Ronaldinho first. Yeah, and then he, he pushed him to the side because he's black. Look at that. <laughs> <laughs> you making up narratives. Crazy, but yeah, yeah um, no, we need, to, we need to talk more about Mbappe, though. To be honest, we've talked a lot about Messi. Let's talk about Mbappe, yeah. Honest to drop a hat trick in a world cup final, like the highest stakes in any like level of football, is insane. Yeah. When that second people... goal went in, I know Box Park went mad. Yeah, I'm sorry. The way uh, he headed it down, right. and he just he didn't even take a touch to volley it from there is insane, bro. Like. Yeah. When he scored that goal, I stood up. I said, yeah, he's him. Yeah, same as well. Even I got, I got <laughs> gassed as well. That was mad. Honestly, like, we are witnessing greatness again with Mbappe because Honestly. that is an unreal thing to even do. And that's why he's special because he's the only French player that can carry the team like that. Without Mbappe, France is such a meaty team. I'm sorry. Okay. So meaty. Without Mbappe is the only reason why it was a contest. Yeah. True. Without him, they're getting moved to, they'll get moved to by San Marino. I'm not even joking, bro. Like, they don't need you without Mbappe, bro. But honestly, like, you can only get a match like that with a player like Messi and Mbappe. And I feel so bad for him, like, when he went to pick up his Golden Boot Award. Mm. He looks so depressed when he, he had that. So, like, he looks empty and drained, man. Like, I'm using that picture for memes. I can't lie. It's too funny. Oh, 100%. But I just felt so bad watching him because, like, he did all that for nothing. Like, his teammates let him down. Basically, yeah. many missed his penalty. Um... Who else missed their penalty? Um, Tremini. Uh, yeah, Coleman. Coleman, yeah. He's like, what, 50 years old and he's still got that dead Mexican, bro. Coleman's dead, bro. But I saw some somebody put a YouTube video, like, very quickly. It was like, oh, I compiled all of Mbappe's volleys and this guy's volley technique is crazy. Oh. Question, though. Uh, you might haven't mentioned him yet. Karim Benzema did move a bit snaky this World Cup. Hypothetically, oh, yes. in another universe, if Karim Benzema went to this World Cup and he played in this final, would the result be the same? Because they were crying out for Yeah, probably. You think? You think? Not even like not even more hard fought. Um, the issue with Benzema is that he's for me, he's not a team player like that. Yeah, he doesn't link up player or anything. He's just 
he's oh, there for the final. Now, don't get me wrong, he can link up play. I'm talking more from a psychological perspective. Someone like Giroud, as much as I hate this guy with a passion, hate, Why hate, hate. You I love Giroud. Giroud's my goal. I'm an fan. Why do you think I hate him? You might I push him out. <laughs> no, we didn't push him out. He made us suffer. How? Do you not remember the Monaco uh, game? Giroud was not great at Arsenal. I'll be real. Don't was even he, lie. He was no Giroud was made us suffer. If your name is not Mesut Ozil, you can't chat. No one was great at Arsenal. No, don't sport. even try it. No, no. Giroud made us suffer. Don't even try uh, to twist it. Nah, he, he, I'm not going to lie. As much as I love him, he, he wasn't great at Arsenal, but he moved to Chelsea and all of a sudden he became a goal scorer. So who's and the then everybody started rewriting history. Denzel, yeah. look, at that, Denzel look at that formula. Who's the problem then? <laughs> Arsenal, bro. Exactly. <laughs> Shut up, don't try it. We all know. have any shame, repent right now. We all no. know. Like our shame. <laughs> we all know there's a pattern of Arsenal players leaving to Chelsea and winning things. Seth Fabregas done it. Ashley Cole done it. Shereen okay, no, no. Let's keep, let's keep on topic. Look what Kevin started. Anyway, regardless, yeah. But yeah, this I'm, Benzema I'm guy. Say, um, that um, Benzema doesn't link up play, by the way. What I meant to say was I think Giroud links up play better for the France team than Benzema. Mm. And do you know what it is? You see Benzema sending bare indirects about the, fr- the France team. You're French. Yeah. No, but the Champs left him behind, bro. He was injured, didn't it? It is what it is. No, call me up. I don't care. Bring me for vibes. No, you know, apparently, I don't know. I don't know. Apparently, it was like his injury was overstated more than it actually was. Yeah. Something like that. It was a weird, I don't know, it was just a weird situation. But even, do you see Ozil's tweet? No Benzie, no party. Mm. Yeah. Ozil's the biggest, oh, the biggest cocksucker. My goodness. <laughs> <laughs> I have to say it. And even to do with like any of his friends, like Benzema, of course, I knew he was going to tweet. But yeah, I saw something. It was saying, um, Karen Benzema has cut off all contact with the staff in the national team. He wanted to stay and see how his injury evolved, but the Champs and the team doctor sent him home. And this is from L'Equipe, which is the top French news outlet. Mm. And that's why he's pissed off, isn't it? That'll hold back his career, though. Benzema will go down as a great striker, but that'll hold back his career. Nothing nothing international. You can't... No international legacy, yeah. Yeah, that is mad. Oh, because he wasn't even there when France won the World Cup in 2018, Evo. Oh. Yeah. Well, I said Giroud has a better legacy for your country than you. That's peak. No, respect Giroud, fam. Giroud's, my, Giroud's the greatest target man ever. That's my that's my statement, bro. Where's your shame, the man? Greatest target man ever. What do you mean if France's highest goal no, The thing I hated the, the most, I saw on Twitter, no, on Twitter, people were comparing um, Giroud and Ibrahimovic. I know it's off topic, but I couldn't believe it. That's wicked. That's wicked. No, that one's a stretch, but I'm not going to lie. Massive. I'm taking Giroud over Ibrahimovic any day. Huh? Right now, I'm ta- between the two of them, I'm taking Giroud. No. I'm not talking about in their prime. I'm we're not talking about right now. No, we're talking about their prime. Oh, obviously, in his prime, I'm taking Ibrahimovic. Don't be stupid. Exactly. That's where, the, that's where the conversation ends. We're not talking about right now. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I think what would be a good idea as well is for us to do like a, a World Cup team in the tournament. Mm. Because... Mm-hmm. Uh, there were a lot of good players to pick from, like everywhere. Yeah. We'll do, we'll do a four three three today. Yeah, that sounds good. Go to the go to. Yeah. So who who we put in goal? Croatian keeper, Livakovic. Yeah. yeah, read my mind. I was about to say the exact same thing. Yeah, either I was going to say either him or um, Bonu from Morocco. Bonu, oh yeah, Bonu. Yeah, yeah he's good. Yeah. But do I do I do I see that bricky pass where he was passing to his goal? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's the issue. With these keepers that can pass out from the back. 
honestly. Is the the new trend in football? Yeah. All right, who we put a left back? That's a good question, man. I can think of right back, but I can't think of left yeah. back right now. I'm trying yeah, to my think. Mind, my mind's gone back on left back. See, the thing is, I would say Theo Hernandez, but... Even... He's overrated. I'm so sorry. Yeah, that's, that's what I was about to say. He wasn't that great as World Cup. For a long time, I've always rated him because like he he's actually sick when he plays for AC Milan. But Camavinga embarrassed him because Camavinga locked down Messi for a little bit on that left back position. Yeah, it was just honestly, yeah. Um, I think Luke Shaw for left back. What do you think, Harris? Potentially, yeah, yeah. That's... What are you saying, Kevin? Luke Shaw for left back? I can't think of anyone else right now, so no one else wants to speak. The thing up. is. I saw um, Lekeep, that French outlet again. They put Marcos Acuna as their left back, but I don't think he was that good for Argentina nah, either. He wasn't. He was. I don't know how he made their team, but yeah, that's who they put. Yeah. Nah. nah. Pairing. Centre back pairing. You have to, have to, have to put Yoshko Cardio. A hundred percent. Has to be there, bro. What I love about him is that he plays like a midfielder and centre back, basically. Yeah, he's just so composed. He's sick. And he's only 20. I thought he was like 23 or 24. He's 20. If Chelsea get him his peak, I can't lie, because you've been linked the most of him. We need to break the bank for him. No, he's serious, man. That's he's it, so bro. good. People are crying about our oh, Cole. Cole can ride the bench, man. He's not Guardia. <laughs> Honestly, bro. Right, who are we putting next to Guardia? Probably one of the Morocco centre-backs. So Sice, probably. Yeah. Nah. The, only, the, the player that has to go into this team, I'm so sorry, I'll beef anybody, is Amrabat. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, 100%. I agree. We'll get, we'll talk about him yeah, a bit later, yeah. but we'll get to that. Yeah. Yeah. For the centre-backs, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not too sure. I'm not too sure. But I must say, this World Cup, it was a bit hard for me to watch due to other things. But I will say that every time I did watch a game, um, Opamokano did put in a good shift. Every time I watched him play anyway. I, I think Kanato is better than him, though, this World Cup, personally. Yeah. Um, yeah. For me, the chance made a mistake starting um starting Upamakana over Kanate personally. Upamakano saved them so many times. Varan actually, Varan looked like a rookie compared to Makano in that game. I'm not gonna to lie to you. No, the thing is, I think Varan was the more composed one. I think Upamakano made a few blocks here and there, but I think I think Kanate would have been better equipped to deal with Messi than Upamakano personally. Mm. I'll say one of the Morocco centre backs because someone like Sais at centre back. I'm seeing, yeah. I'm seeing some people say Harry Maguire. Harry like, Maguire. No, no, please, please, please. Yeah, I can agree with Sais. Who are you putting right back? What about Pepe? What about Pepe? I said, what about Pepe? Be no. Pepe's a right for Portugal. Though. I can't even lie to you. Pepe was How old he is and everything. Or even Otamendi that you might were mentioning earlier. Even though I didn't see yeah, it. Mendy has a shout. The yeah, way he would play in the final was terrible, but yeah, most of the tournament was good. Nice. Let's go, size. Let's look for African brothers. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and then right back, we said Hakimi, right? Yeah. Hakimi, Hakimi. No doubt. Right. Moving to the midfield. CDM. Yeah. Amrabat oh, has to stop that. Yeah. Yeah. 100%. Eric Ten Hag. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> no, he's going to Liverpool, bro. He's going. Unfortunately. Um, Did you not saw a stat? It was saying that Amrabat is the first player in history to win fifty possession fifty times in the tournament. Really? Yeah, fifty times. He was moving like Kante this tournament. To be fair, the way he was everywhere. Mm. Five zero. Damn. 
Yeah, I'm, he was unplayable for most of the tournament. Like, he's... You know why it's tough to rate defensive players because sometimes it's a that's due to the reality of being on the defensive end most of the time. Yeah, I hear it, but Morocco could play as well. That's the thing; they could play a little yeah. bit. I bet to England they can. Yeah, they play good football. Mm. Um, I'm putting Jude Bellingham in there. Jude Bellingham, no doubt. I slightly disagree. Because you know, could not go to Arsenal. That's why. No, no, no I think he's been yeah. good. But I think it's the midfielder you got to get in before Jude Bellingham has got to be Enzo Fernandez. No way. Why can't we have both? Argentina. Because I've got a Morocco player that I want to put in there and Griezmann as well to fit in. There's Bearman to fit in. Where was Griezmann in the final, Karis? No, but Griezmann was amazing for most of the tournament. If anything, Griezmann was the most creative player for France. England let down Jude Bellingham, not the other way around. Jude Bellingham didn't let down England. England no, no, let down I agree. I agree with you. If anything, it's not Jude Bellingham not deserving to make the team, but for me, it's a case of that. I think there's other players that deserve it more than him right now. Uh, cool. not thought, you've not thought of Modric. You've not thought of Enzo Fernandez. You've not thought of um, Unahi from Morocco. He was amazing. This Modric was fantastic. Unahi, I want him at Chelsea. Modric was fantastic. Unahi was so good. Like this is not me saying. I'm not saying Jude Belling was not making it because he's not been good enough. He's been more than good enough to make this tour, make the team in the tournament. But I'm saying that there's yeah. other players that deserved it ahead of him for me. Hmm. Okay. To be fair, Enzo Fernandez won young player of the tournament, so we got to put him in there. That's what I was worried about. That's why I had to say quickly the Croatian keeper because those trophies will bombard <laughs> my mind. <laughs> Uh, we've got Enzo Fernandez. Look, Enzo Fernandez was good I think he'd be good for United but I think Madrid will get him though probably because I already get everyone he's going to go for something stupid like 90 million euros man. yeah but yeah Enzo Fernandez and Amrabat is currently our midfield we'll need one more they have to be in there and then it's the third midfielder but for me Griezmann has to go in I, I can't refuse, lie to you I refuse to have a lot of Griezmann in there because it all comes down to the last game if you don't appear in the last game your whole tournament is done it don't mean nothing without a ring nah Nah, man. Nah. Go to watch NBA. That's why. <laughs> <laughs> no, but it's one game in the whole tournament, isn't it? For me, he has to make it. It's the most important game of the tournament, though. Wait. No, where, it what, is. What, don't get what, me what wrong. What is Messi playing, then? If it's not Cam? In the front three, obviously. So, striker? Yeah, no. in the front three. Yeah, it's a team in the tournament, isn't it? He'll fit in the front three. But he wasn't... He didn't, he didn't, he didn't Messi basically plays a midfielder. That's what I'm saying to you. Like no, Messi, no, Messi basically played up front with Alvarez. That's basically where he played. Cash, he, Cash, he was, he was but everywhere, no, but that's where he played. Cash should be with Buki right now. I'm not. Gonna no, I'm not. I'm just. I'm spitting facts. It's all right. Uh, no, Griezmann for me has to be in there. I'm so sorry. The way Griezmann has played, if you look at his international legacy, Euro 2016, the it's way he was like, about this tournament, my friend. No, I'm just. I just want you to understand his greatness. Euro 2016, when Mbappe was not around, he was the main scorer. Then 2018 World Cup, you saw the way he was linked up with Mbappe and that man. Right. And then now see this World Cup. He was basically he changed his game to be the creator because Pogba was gone. Yeah, yeah, that's true. All right. And don't get me wrong, France were France were kind of like. Mm. But the thing is, if there were any two players that were amazing for them, it was Griezmann and Mbappe, hundred percent. So is Giroud not making it in this team then? No. How dare you? Giroud have four goals. Yeah, and he's not making my team. It's calm. How dare you? It's your team. It's our team. He's just a hater because he's... <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's, yeah, that's true, but I don't want Giroud there. I'm so sorry. He had a good tournament. Good for him, innit? And he even broke records during this tournament. Word. Now, we're putting Giroud. Yeah, then Messi goes camp. Yeah, we don't care. We're not putting Giroud. Messi goes camp. 
Messi goes camp. We're putting Giroud, bro. Put your Jason, I'm, I'm about Fernandez and Unahi for me has to be a midfield free. Fair enough. I'm about I'm about Bellingham and uh, Messi. Messi played ten for me. Nah, for okay. This is how I would do it. Obviously, it's not my team in it. But if it was me, I would do Amrabat, Amrabat, um, Enzo Fernandez, Unahi, and then the front three is Griezmann, Messi, and Mbappe. Messi's legs or not? Messi's legs ain't doing nothing for you in that in that striker position. Just like, I just want you to know. Messi always came <laughs> forward. He was the best player in the World Cup. We don't need legs. Don't worry. But he was dribbling for midfield to come forward because he's a cam now. He's like a midfielding player now. We don't, we don't need legs. Don't worry. We just need intelligence. <laughs> That's what it's about. Yeah, man. You're not serious, Karis. Not serious at all. You know what we should do, actually? We should um, put out our individual teams of the tournament and see what people are saying. I yeah. bet. Oh, yeah. We'll, we'll do that as well. Team. We're going to tweet out our teams and then you guys can vote. All right, cool. Who had the better team? Okay, let's let's put it this way, yeah. Let's go individually. Let's start from Kevin. What would your team in the tournament be? Yeah. Okay, cool. And I'll, then I'll, I'll, to... I'll, do, I'll do it quick fire. For my keeper, the creation, fire. my keeper, the creation keeper. Mm. The left back, I won't lie to you. I didn't watch enough World Cup games to know what left back I want. So I'll just put Luke Shaw down. My centre backs was uh oh, we actually discussed this just now, didn't we? Well, my centre backs well, were Guardiol. Guardiol and um Size. My right back was um what's his name? Hakimi. CDM was Amrabat. Fantastic. My yeah. center mid Jude Bellingham. And I'm I'm having a staggered midfield. I'm putting Messi like 10. Yeah. Mm. Left wing Mbappe. Mbappe owns that position. Mbappe, have you seen that song? Mbappe, Mbappe, Mbappe. Mbappe, 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 Mbappe owns that left wing position. I'm not gonna to lie to you, even though England didn't do as well as they could, right wing, I'm putting Saka. Yeah, he's a shot. I was thinking, I was considering it as well. Yeah, right wing, I'm putting Saka and striker. I'm putting Giroud. I'm not gonna lie, in the voting, I know Giroud's gonna fuck me up, but I'm still putting Giroud because you have to go based off the stats. Or I may put Julian Alvarez because they got both got the same amount of goals. Julian Alvarez, I'm putting Julian Alvarez at strike just because him he complimented Messi. He did, yeah. to be fair. Yeah. yeah, so that's my team. I would have. Oh, so sorry, 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 Denzel. And my coach will be um, the Moroccan coach. Because the spirit was... Oh, he was amazing. Yeah, 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 I mean, or yeah, the Saudi Arabian coach, but I don't be too much of a political correctness guy. Um, I think I'm going to go with something different. I'll go with a bit of an interesting one. I think I'll have Livakovic in goal as well. Mm. Actually, no, I want your, um, Bunu in goal. Morocco's goalkeeper. Mm. Yeah, the tournament. Um, mm-hmm. Left back, you pitch Luke Shaw, so I'll go with Theo Hernandez. Mm. Um, I'll have Josco Guardiola and... I will put Roman right back. I will put who did you put as right back? I put Kimi. Yeah, that's a good shout. Um, I think Masraoui had a decent tournament. He had a decent tournament. Yeah, I'll put Hakimi as well anyway. Um, mm-hmm. Midfield, I'm going to put Amrabat. Kevin, I'm surprised you didn't pick him because he actually had a good I'm going to put Bruno Fernandes in there. <laughs> I was going yes. to. Fernandez is actually good. I can't even lie to you. Yeah. Style of play, yeah. Style of play. He's played similar to United. He's like a shadow striker. Always shooting, shooting, shooting. No, he's yeah. So I'm going to have Amrabat, Bruno Fernandez, and then Enzo Fernandez. Oh. Fernandez guy. And then I'm going to have Messi on the wing, Mbappe doing a box landing or whatever. And right wing, I will put. Oh, yeah. I put Venetius there. 
No. Even though he's not a right winger, I'll put Vinicius down. He shouldn't be there. Nah, I like Vinicius, but he should no be nowhere near. I don't think he should be there. Either Saka or Griezmann or someone in it. Even Ziyech. Yeah, Saka deserves a shout over him. Who? Sorry? I think even Ziyech deserves a shout over Vinicius. Ziyech was decent, to be fair. I can't lie. Do you know what? I actually put Ziyech there as a Chelsea fan. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let me get through my team quickly so we can go to the next segment. So I'd put Livakovic in goal. He was amazing for Croatia. Left back, like Kevin said, I have I don't know who to put there, so I'll put Luke Shaw as well. Uh centre backs, I'll put Guardia and Sice. Right back, I'll put Hakimi. Morocco were amazing this tournament, to be honest. Then Amrabat at DM. Um I'd put Enzo Fernandez and Unahi in. And then my front three would be Griezmann off the right, Messi central, and Mbappe left. That's mine. Mm. Yeah. All right. All right. Just yeah. so that's, that's, well, guys, just remember, as Denzel said, um, we're going to put those teams up and you guys feel free to vote on what team you think you would prefer to have. And then, man, them, we all currently reside in the United Kingdom, England specifically. Did our boys let us down? What do you say? A hundred percent. Gareth Southgate, you're a bum. And he's staying as well, man. It's and he's staying on. You don't have any shame. You don't have a... You don't really love this country. You think you love... This... You don't love this country. You don't love this country the way you see you do. You'd step down. The worst part is that on Sky Sports, we were saying that... Not Sky Sports, sorry, The Times. We were saying that Harry Kane was a big contributor in, like, convincing Southgate to stay. Absolute pagan. Of course he was. Yeah, because bottlers recognise bottlers, bro. That's why. <laughs> Bums stick together. That's what it is. Do you know who else is getting involved in this diss track? Jamie Carragher. This guy went on Twitter and said, oh, the England manager has to be English. This mentality does not work in the modern game. There is no English manager that's actually competing with the likes of these international managers. Even the Saudi Arabian manager got more from his boys than Southgate got from his boys. I'm going to be devil's advocate here. I'm okay. Don't get me wrong, yeah. Personally, if someone like Tuchel is available, I'll take him ASAP. But, um, what is it? I saw a tweet the other day that these nationalists basically were putting out, and they were saying that for every World Cup winner, um, they've always had a coach from their country. So, say, like, you know, Deschamps with France or you know, like, whoever won it before that, before that, it's, it's always been a coach from their country, basically. Yeah. Unfortunately, England don't have that luck in terms of um, homegrown coaches, for some reason, do not really elevate the footballing ranks like that, to be very honest. Because we're still playing passion ball. That's why. Exactly. Passion ball, rush running. <laughs> the best England have is mandem like Steve Cooper and <laughs> Eddie Howe. I mean, yeah. Eddie, Eddie, Eddie Howe is the brightest. Spot, I think, or maybe Graham yeah, Potter. Like Eddie Harbour, he'll never leave Newcastle. He's got how and Potter are the best shouts, but again, they're tied to clubs already. So, Aladash is there, though. Aladash is still there. You can always bring him back. Big Sam, <laughs> Aladichi, <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, I just think my this is my gripe with Southgate. Yeah, I get the whole thing about you know, he's English, so there's that cohesion and like he relates to them, whatever, and the whole combine bullshit. Cool, fair enough. <laughs> Tell me, name me one Premier League club that would hire Gareth Southgate right now. Exactly, you can't. So if you're not good enough to manage a Premier League club, how are you good enough to manage the national team? 
Well, one plus one is equaling five here. That's my problem. <laughs> you, you, you know the English FA, in it. They don't have shame. That's it. One no. plus one is equaling five right now. That's what's making my head hot. This is arguably England's... Even Rio Ferdinand said that this England team is better than the golden generation. Yeah, well, yeah, That's so, what yeah. Ferdinand said. He said that they're better than his batch of players when he was in the national team. Mm. So for him to say that, and we're having it wasted by some incompetent... He just... He's a vibes manager. That's what he is. He's there to make sure that, oh, like, are you boys? Are you all right? Like, is everyone okay? Like, can I get you anything to drink? Is anyone feeling down? Like, we've brought in puppies for you guys to do yoga with, and they want to relax. Like, he's not a tactician, bro. Mm. He's good at handling about... whatever, but he's not like he's just incompetent. Uh, honestly, I wish he left sooner. Like, you've had yeah, a quarter. I was, I was gonna say, um, what I hate about the English mentality is that these lot are so happy with oh. We got to a quarterfinal, we got to a semi-final. Southgate's done an amazing job. Mm. In football, you need to win things. But but also to I mean, build also to build on your previous point, Karis, the problem with that mentality, you know how you said the pre in the last few winners had like their national team coaches. The problem is England take it too far. So for example, I've never seen Southgate go to Germany or Italy to go watch his countrymen play. It starts and stops with England, they take it too far. Fikayo Tomori would have absolutely balled out for England in this tournament. You know what I mean? Um, Honestly, the fact that he was at home watching the World Cup is a joke. Exactly. There's no way of explaining that to you. There's no way you can say, oh, that maybe it's because of this. He doesn't know what he's doing. He's he's a poor talent ID, everything. From top to bottom, he's just useless. It doesn't make any sense to you. He's just a good motivator, that's it. That's all he has, really. He's just a good motivator. Even that is a stretch because Oli Oli used to get um praise for being a good motivator. But let's not confuse on being a good motivator for someone who just lets his players get their own way. Harry Kane, the way he was playing, should be dropped. Any national team will drop him. Like he was playing the same way as Ronaldo, and Ronaldo got dropped, right? Really, so. And another thing as well that annoys me of England is we love mediocrity too much in this country. Like Portugal's manager walked. Mm-hmm. Spain's manager walked. Belgium walked. Brazil. Belgium walked. Tite walked from Brazil. Why is Southgate exempt? Southgate is not better than any of those people I just mentioned. Mm-hmm. So why is he the only one that gets a pass to be like, oh, no, nah, let him stay. He's on to something. As you've seen, like in the Harry and Meghan documentary, for example, the British media have such power and the British media are on the side of Southgate right now. So yeah. he was never going to leave. Never. Well, in that case... We're never going to win anything. Like, it's just going to be the same thing all over again. Like, honestly. All we're saying is, let's see Euro 2024 in it. That's his last chance. Also, I'm not going to say too much, but I'm happy Harry Kane's the one that missed, not no one else. <laughs> Suck up. <clears throat> yeah, word. Let Harry Kane have all the blame for that because yeah. it was on him. Like, it's just, it was such a Spurs penalty, bro. Yeah, Do you saying. know how peak it is to miss a penalty? Yeah. And it's yeah, not two even... tries. Word. But Bulldog, like. Sorry? Ball don't lie. Because if Harry Kane scored ball penalties, he would, he would claim a brace. Two shameless penalties. <laughs> <laughs> football is the winner. Football is the winner in that one. I said football won. <laughs> football won. <laughs> no. The funniest thing as well is that, not looking through Twitter, somebody must have retweeted some tweet from like 2017 or one of them times where Harry Kane scored twice against Liverpool or something like that. And he was saying on camera, you can't give me two tries. Yeah. And someone just retweeted it. Oh, it's crazy. <laughs> he's just honestly like, 
That's another thing I have a problem with Harry Kane. He's not a big game player. Not at all. He's not a big game player. And people are talking about, I saw there was a debate online as well about uh, whether he will have a legacy when he retires or whatever. And in a way, like, he will, but it's not going to mean much. Mm. Someone said, what, all the goals he scored have meant nothing to anybody. Yeah. That Spurs fans can cry and, and argue or whatever, but tell me one Harry Kane goal that was like, you can't tell me a goal he scored as like, oh, like when he scored this goal, we won this. Or like when he scored this goal, like it meant this for us to go on to win this. Or you, you can't name it in five seconds just like that. Yeah. On top of your head. Honestly, but I can tell you about Drogba's goals. I can tell you about Giroud. A big Ronaldo goal, a big Messi yeah. goal quickly. Oh, Anything like that. But you can't do that with Harry Kane. He's just got a bunch of goals for no reason. And then the only trophies were the flipping Audi Cup. Don't That's take this. That's peak. <laughs> He needs to leave Tottenham ASAP. But that's a conversation for another day anyway. I think another... We saw about Germany. Another Evans country of birth. You know what, yeah. You might, I'm going to make this short and sweet. We went there with a the wrong mentality. Like, don't get me wrong. If you stand up for something, you should um, stand up for what you believe in. However, you're at a football tournament. And the first and foremost thing you're there for is to play football. They went there with a the wrong mentality. When Rudiger was doing out, was doing emotes get the Japanese right winger which <laughs> coincidentally happened to be the one to win the game for Japan and I'm not going to lie to you yeah what is Thomas Muller doing you are old stay away he's been terrible for time you know as well I'm, I'm not an ageist person I love everybody but I'm just I'm so sorry yeah let the youngers have a chance like you've been there enough Jerome Boateng gone Philip Lam gone you look at your enemies. They're gone. They're gone, man. They're gone, bro. Miroslav Klose is like, brother, what are you still doing, bro? <laughs> like, the game was, it was really depressing. Like, and when I knew that we, we fucked up this tournament, he played Nicolas Sula at right back. Yeah, that was the most bizarre decision. Oh. Too funny. That's not putting me at right back. That's dangerous, bro. He's like putting Harry Maguire at right back. Me and Nicolas Sula are the same height. That's mad. <laughs> it's like putting Harry Maguire at right back. It was it was so perplexing, and Japan were outrunning us, bro. I was watching the game, yeah. I was thinking, what is going on? He was spooking you, man. Hundred <laughs> percent. But Mitomo was enjoying himself. <laughs> Watch this space, yeah. Jamal Musiala is a baller. Yeah, Jamal Musiala. Oh, I was he's cold. Was, how did none of us pick him? I guess because they didn't go that far in it. But he, yeah, yeah. they didn't go far enough. Yeah, yeah. honestly. Okay. Siala is he's going to be a star of Germany he is he's going to be the heart of the team just yeah. give can you imagine if Muziala picked England Southgate would not would not start him no he wouldn't even pick him if Man City wouldn't start him we wouldn't even call him up he'd probably be no, he'd, he'd pick him because of public pressure you see how they picked Madison because of yeah. pressure but yeah. Southgate if you're listening to this don't let me see you in Peckham bro <laughs> don't let me see you there bro Madison is on site Another thing, I actually discussed this with Kyrus um, briefly. What happened to Leroy Sane, man? This guy's career is like, it's not notable. Yeah, I guess he Mine went was on the bench as well. Hmm. He went to Bayern and it just kind of... Yeah, just, just faded. I mean, that's what you get for going to Bundesliga, I guess. Like, it's the yeah. worst league in Europe out of all the top five leagues. Like, the thing is, I don't get it. I don't think he's even been bad at Bayern this season. Like, he's been decent for Bayern this season, so I don't think he deserved to be on the bench. It's just Flick starting Muller, because, you know, Muller's the elder statesman, in it? But yeah. I have a hot take. I have a really hot take. 
building a legacy in the Bundesliga is the weakest thing you can do. 100%. Yeah. Especially if you're and- Bayern. Yeah, I get you with that one because that's like it's a hard one because don't even Lewandowski is still one of the greatest strikers ever. Yeah, but then he was doing it against part-time farmers who also. But, but, but people value Harry Kane over good. him because of he was in the Bundesliga as peak. It's true, it's true. But like, no, but like now, like, deep when Lendl actually says it like that, yeah, you're actually deeper. Yeah, there's a lot of similarities. Don't get me wrong, Lewandowski's better, but there's a lot of similarities. Like Lewandowski will score five against like Armenia Bielefeld. I mean, how, how, do you, how, <laughs> how do you pronounce the name? Fortuna Dusseldorf. Yeah. yeah. Dusseldorf, you get what I'm saying? And then Harry Kane would eat, you know, in Bundesliga. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know, Kane was linked to Bayern not long ago as well. Yeah. Really? He should have gone, man. He should have gone. And Doyle got top life, bro. He would have had a little <laughs> DFP Pakal by now, you know. Something, bro. He would have had something. But uh, Germany was let down by favouritism, shit tactics and arrogance. German arrogance has quite has been quite strong since 2014. I don't think I've seen a well-grounded German team because the Bayern Munich tax inflames their egos. They go to teams thinking they should win everything, and when they go there and see like, look, these Japanese guys are actually ballers. You need to get your step your game up. It's only two 0 in, and why is Manuel Neuer still playing? I'm tired of Manuel Neuer. You know the mistakes. We don't stay in goal, bro. Similar to how Onana got sent home for coming out of the uh, coming out of the box. Stay in goal, Neuer. So who would you play instead of Neuer? Tostegen. What does Tostegen have to do to play? But Tostegen's cheeks, bro. He's cheeks as well, to be well, honest. Yeah. And then they are well, trap. Well, what does well, trap do? Yeah. <laughs> but his, his career highlight is that one picture of Rihanna or something. Like, <laughs> I love it, bro. I get you. Neuer's like 40. Neuer's like 40. It's, yeah, it's but Neuer, Neuer is the definition. Neuer is the reason why we have ball-playing goalkeepers now. Yeah, yeah but... By the way, though... I was going to say, speaking of well-grounded, it is a team that's well-grounded, Morocco. Like, what I love about them, before we talk about football, the way after they finish their games, the way, you know, they'll yeah. all be praying on the pitch, you know, shout out to my Muslim brothers in it, like the way they'll be praying on the pitch together, or Hakimi goes to his Imagine mother and, you know, yeah. Yeah. hugs his mum and everything. Proper well-grounded team. So and I was rooting for them, to be honest. And that's what it's all about. But Germany are going there playing politics. Germany play political mind games rather than actually playing the game. And they pay the price. Yeah, with the covering of the mouth and all that stuff. And they weren't really focused on football like that. Before we move on to Morocco and more depth, shout out Kai Havertz, though. He done his thing. So I don't give a fuck about Germany. Havertz can come back. What did he do? Havertz scored, bro. He scored. He contributed more than anybody else. He done his thing, bro. A £72 million player should be doing better than Havertz did. He done his thing. He can come back to Chelsea comfy, bro. The thing that makes me laugh about Havertz is that he's positionally ambiguous. Nobody knows what his, his best yeah, position is. I hope yeah. you know, yeah. Havertz is riding bench since when Nkuku comes. I don't mind. Yeah, 100%. I don't but mind. I I'm, I'm, I'm yeah. We'll talk about that on another episode. But anyway, yeah, yeah Morocco's one, yeah. I think the one thing that really made me happy about that whole Morocco thing was it just goes to show that African football is just as good as European football. Right. There's always been this long... And they got good tactics, you know, as well. Great tactics. Like, Walid Ragrawi is a great manager. Mm-hmm. Um, before he came to Morocco, he won the African equivalent of the Champions League. Mm. He was he, a player as well, wasn't it? Yeah, he'd only been the um, Morocco manager for, I think, something like two months. Mm. He was yeah, there for like, a really short time. And he took them that far. Like, honestly, I love it so much. And another thing as well is um, Hakimi... 
Hakimi was actually born in Spain. He's eligible to play for Spain, but he chose to play for Morocco. He actually grew up playing for the Spain's, um, I think, like under 16s or something like that. Yeah, yeah. As an adult, declared for Morocco. And I love seeing stuff like that because it just goes to show that when you play for your country of origin, that you play, those countries can go far if more players declare for the country of origin. Because imagine if Hakimi had declared for like Spain. It might have been a completely different story, but it just goes to show that I think more players need to declare for their country of origin. Like, imagine if... Niger- I mean, only if you've got a connection to it, of course, isn't it? You can't afford to connect. Yeah, of course. Saka. Not if you're... Yeah. Saka, Saka. That's what I'm, like, I want to move on to that, yeah. If Nigeria had more players that declared for Nigeria, I'm not going to lie, we would have won a World Cup. Yeah. I 100% believe we would have. Like, if we had Bukayo Saka, Bukayo Tomori... Alise. Alisa, like, bro, come on, Eberichi as a bro. Instead, you had Ghana so holding you my heart as peak. Instead, we're losing to flipping Ghana, bro. And Ghana didn't didn't do well at the World Cup either. Yeah, are you brothers stink it up again? Honestly, like, allow it, man. We had to watch the are you brothers stink it up. They both missed the penalty. Nah, like, man. come on, man. Andre, but, yeah, Andre, I, I just think Andre wearing tight shirts make you look younger. <laughs> <laughs> But honestly, after this Morocco run, I just hope more players declare for their country of origin because they're such an inspiration in terms of like football and in general. Like, I think now, apparently, because Morocco got this far, there'll be more spaces for African teams in the next World Cup. Is that true? It's a rumor. I think I don't know if it's true or not. It's a rumor. As it stands, legends for that. Forever. Yeah. Even even with more spaces, the thing is, yeah, Congo's not making out next World Cup is peak. <laughs> We don't even want them to, anyway. With all due respect, Kyle, we didn't didn't even think about it, to be honest. (laughs) You don't don't have a football team. Yeah, you don't have a football team. Balassi, Dabu. Balassi. All they do is just eat before matches. (laughs) That's all they do. Kwanga and Taba before the match. (laughs) Say the full name, Chikwanga. That's the full name. (laughs) (laughs) But no, we need to talk about the Morocco players a little bit. Like, Unahi, yeah? He plays for bottom of the French league, Angers. Bottom yeah. of the league. And look how he played. One he, of the best players in the tournament. He's just so, like, he's so silky, bro. I loved watching him. He was just, like, he was everywhere. You couldn't touch him. Do you like back in the day when you watched guys like Nazari? That's what I was thinking of when yeah, I was watching him. Uh, like, <laughs> yeah, man. Them Maghreb ballers there. Like, he, he is just cold, bro. I loved watching him. Obviously, Hakimi... Uh, Potter Pot- Pot- would nullify him. He can't, he can't go to Chelsea ever. Yeah, we'll turn him into. I don't even know. What, want to know what we do to him? But I know he would not be having that flair. We'd beat it out of him. <laughs> yeah, another player, obviously, the main one that everyone's talking about is, for good reason, clearly, is Amrabat. Mm-hmm. He, he plays for Fiorentina as well, isn't it? He's for Fiorentina. Yeah, he's Fiorentina. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not gonna lie. He's he's probably gone in January. <laughs> Someone <laughs> like someone's picking him up. He's probably gone in January. Obviously, I'm hearing that Liverpool has been knocking on his door quite a lot. Yeah. Amrabat's been linked with um, Atletico Madrid as well. If he knows what's good for him, he'll stay far away from them. Where he <laughs> yeah. If he know, he, he doesn't understand the terrorism ball of Diego Simeone, bro. Just <laughs> just tell your agent just delete that email, fam. Don't even bother. Mark out spam. <laughs> Words. Were there any other? He kept up with Mbappe. He kept up with Mbappe, low key. 
Did you yeah, yeah, so that was pace. I was like, Ross. Any other Moroccan players you want you guys want to highlight? Any love for Buffalo? Oh yeah, yeah. Buffalo was amazing to be fair. I can't lie. Do you know who I wanted to see more of? Unfortunately, he didn't get that much time. I don't know if you guys know Ilias Chair. Yeah. Yeah, I know about him from he's a, um, he's Yeah, he's such a baller role, but he just didn't... I don't know. I guess he got unlucky this World Cup, but I wanted to see a lot more of him. I really like him as well. Yeah. I think... Yeah, in, I, don't watch, uh, I don't watch Championship ball in there, but I've seen YouTube and seen clips of him. He, he's mad. Nah, sometimes when I'm bored, I watch a bit of Championship football in it because, like... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Football, football. football. Yeah. But um, I think Ilya will get a, a move to a Premier League club. Like, he's amazing. Yeah. But now on to a more controversial topic, which is when it comes to penalties, right? It's like down to the wire. Mm. You know, people say it can go either way. It's 50-50 or whatever. There's two things that I want to talk about here. One is what is the best type of penalty to take? Like, mm. do you just go four laces and just whack it? Do you try and like place it? Mm. Do you try and just like do a little like fake out the keeper thing and roll it? Mm. And then the second thing is, as a country that has a star player, like you've got your Messi, you've got your Neymar, which penalty do they take? The first one, the third one, the last one? Because we saw it with Brazil, Neymar tries to do the whole going last for the glory thing and it backfired. Mm. Mm. So let's talk about that. The malicious intention penalty. Just full on laces. If you, even if the keeper saves you, you've hurt him. <laughs> so, so, That's what so, was doing as well. It was. So, so your next teammate has a weakened keeper. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> on the bench. So I That's think, a less XP. I hate to say it, but you see um, um, Maguire's penalty in Euro's final. Yeah. If you could specialize that penalty to always get it top, top, top. No mm-hmm. keeper, top right, top left. No keeper will ever save that. Yeah, it's just too much power. Too much power, but if you can also be able to keep it down enough to just always get the roof of the net, realistically, you can't save that. You can save a Panenka, you can save a roller. So Messi's roll was so slow that Lloris almost changed direction mid there and saved it. Almost. <laughs> Why <laughs> Messi rolled it? I'm thinking you disrespectful midget, fam. Honestly, <laughs> what do you mean, I think? I think if you're a player that's like, if you're a defender, definitely just do what you're good at and just whack it. Whack yeah. it the power, yeah. yeah. Just straight whack it. I think even in general, like if, unless I know I'm a player that's got like that kind of flair and panache, I'm just going to go for power because at least like Kevin said, at least if the keeper gets his hand on it, there's a chance that he's going to end up slapping it into his own net anyway. Right. It's just too risky to try and do the whole like placement thing or I'm not ever trying to attempt a Panenka ever. Mm. It's too risky. It's true. Now, for me, whack it with power into the side netting. If you don't hit the side netting, the keeper will save it. Mm. Yeah. like Emmy Martinez, you have to get it into the side netting or his peak. Yeah, Emmy Martinez, he, he's him and Livakovic, they're such demons when it comes to penalties, man. Mad reach. The thing is, he gets into your head and then when he dives, the way he can reach so far is crazy. My brother, forget that. One pelt into his face will humble. <laughs> the thing is, that's what Mbappe was doing. That, what I what I rated about Mbappe as well is that every penalty he took it, he put it uh, put it the same corner. Yeah, he never changed position. That okay. takes balls as well, though. So what about the number then? So out of five penalties, so let's say we're staying within the five initial penalties. What position? Let's say you man are the goats of your team. What position are you man taking your penalty? I'm going first or third. I think there's only two options for a star player. Third, I'm going to say the exact same. Yeah, it has to be one of those two. 
The reason why the reason why I'm not saying first is because you need to get a keeper at his prime. So the first penalty, you're a bit shaken up. After the keeper's like gone through like two penalties, he starts getting more confident. Mm-hmm. If you're drippy, so let's say you're the drippy player and you can chip him in his third, his confidence comes all the way back down. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know I'm saying. Whereas if you take if like the best player taking it first, you're out of the way now, I guess. Now it's out of your hands. Do you know what I'm saying? No, I hear you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Do you know what general is? Everything that you're saying is correct. Um, there's many angles and ways of seeing it. Like the first one, a lot of people say that by taking the first is like you're setting the tone for the rest of the penalty shootout. Yeah, but then the also, so the fair, fair. I hear that. But then the third as well is like you know when the pressure's been building up, and you know when the pressure's like at its peak because it started to build up from when it started then obviously a star player taking that penalty is quite a good idea, to be honest. So first or third, I, I agree with you guys, to be honest. Yeah, so like, even like Karis mentioned, I think Mbappe took the first one for France and Messi took the third one for Argentina, innit? No, Messi, Messi yeah. was first. Was Messi first? Messi was first. I don't remember anymore. I don't remember, yeah. But all I know is both of them, Messi took within the first three penalties either way. But yeah, yeah that's the only way it can be because like Karis said, when you take the first one, it gives your team that confidence. At least if you score, they're like, cool. It will settle their nerves a little bit and they'll be like, okay, like we've got this goal. Like, let's, let's build on that. Mm. Um, and then with the third one, it gives you the chance to turn the tide. Because right. if let's say like you've missed one before, if you now score that one, your teammates are like, cool, we're back in it now. Like, let's, we can actually try and win this. Yeah, you're just damning yourself, really. I don't understand why Neymar didn't take any of the first yeah. I'll say sorry to interrupt. Um, I think what Kevin was saying earlier, he was making a good point when he was asking how many penalties has Lloris saved? Because I think the goalkeeper plays a massive part in setting the tone for the penalty mm-hmm. shootout. The reason why Argentina win every penalty shootout they play is because of Emmy Martinez. Because, you know, that guy, they look at him, they know that, okay, he's going to save at least one for us. Lloris? <sighs> well, what fucks him up, though? And this is why I don't understand. I'm not a professional footballer. If I was going into a penalty against Emmy Martinez, I would start the, the shithousery first. The mistake they make is they let Emmy Martinez set the tone of what's going to happen. Yeah. I, let yeah, him I would go to his face and be like, bro, if you save this ball, I'm fucking you up, type of thing. If you manage <laughs> to do that, right? If you, <laughs> if, if, yeah. if, if you win the World Cup, this is your last game in football. <laughs> That's what I'm saying to him. <laughs> yeah, they let him They let him pick up the ball. Like, first of all, I wouldn't even let you touch the ball. Like, give me the ball. I'm on I'm on 200k a week. Do you think you can chat to me? Hey! <laughs> <laughs> I'm so sorry, yo. You can't chat to me anyhow. I'm coming. I'm taking that ball. Like yeah. I just knew. Like the minute he took the ball, yeah, I knew Tremaine was going to miss. Like for, one, he's really young. I think this is like his first World Cup final. Mm. So when Emmy took the ball and then threw it to the side and made him pick it up and was just chatting there, I was like, yeah, he's got in his head. He's got in his head, hundred percent. He just kicked it completely wide. Yeah. And it's like, Martinez, he's just such a dickhead as well. That's why I didn't want, as much as I and love he, him. He probably knows too, too French, you know, because of his time yeah, at Arsenal. Yeah, he probably does. <laughs> he probably does know French. And it's like, they learned like, brilliance. Like, the whole Argentina team, they're, they're, they're so scummy, bro. Especially Martinez. Yeah. You see what he's done with his golden glove? Exactly. <laughs> yeah, that's like, mad. Have that's like, world leaders are behind you. Yeah, have some decency, bro. Emmanuel Macron, all of these Qatari people were there. And look what he's doing. Hate to be that guy, yeah, but did did Arsenal fumble? They did, hundred percent. No, yes, you did. Yes, you did. No, I Aris, think it was stop good. Stop it now. It was good. No, for wait, wait, stop wait. it now. Wait. Martinez is better than Ramsdale. 
Yes. No, wait, wait, wait. Before you okay. even start, the thing is, yeah, um, Martinez for uh, Martinez for Argentina and Martinez for Villa are two different people. Have uh, you seen yeah. him for Villa? Yeah, that's true. For Villa, he's been making bare mistakes, isn't it? But for Argentina, he's like best keeper in the world, basically, the way he plays. Mm. So for me, it depends how you want to how you want to take it. For yeah. Argentina, he's crazy, like mad. Yeah. But for Villa, for me, he's still a, a really good keeper. And I think any top keep team should still take him. But he I think he's a little level. bit more shaky at club level, personally. Yeah. No, I hear that. That's true. Anyway, man, them are we fulfilled for today's pod? Yeah, I think we've talked about it. Yeah. All right. It's been, it's been a fantastic feeling to be back. Obviously, we aim to bring a lot of things going forward. We're reaching the end of 2022. 2023 is going to be a big year for this pod and all of us. We obviously have to address the elephant in the room. Consistency. We will try our best. I can speak for my, my, my man then that we will try our best to get more consistent. Premier League football is back. So expect to have Boxing more. Day. Arsenal yeah. related banter, Chelsea related banter, United related banter, all coming back to you. So ensure to follow us at the BTB pod. Um, ensure to also listen out for our podcast on Spotify and um, Apple Music. We expect to have another platform coming to you very soon. So just watch this space and wish you all the best. Thank you.